0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast, Thanksgiving edition. My name is Chelsea. I am the brunette one.
1: Hello, guys. I'm JC, and I am the redhead half of the podcast. Um, Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys are all having the best day. We are excited about this episode. Thanksgiving is in just a few days and I have to say Thanksgiving is, mm, I don't want to say my favorite holiday because Christmas I think is my favorite, but it's my second favorite. And I've said this before, Thanksgiving is like a big deal in my family. So it's our main holiday that we go kind of all out for. Um, And this year, when you guys are listening to this, I will be in New York City with my family because we're Ooh. doing Thanksgiving in New York, and that will be a very a change of scenery for us because we have never we've always done. Where Thanksgiving. are you guys going to
0: have it? So in we're New staying York.
1: at an Airbnb, and then oh. we're kind of like my mom's planned out all the food. Like we're going to make the food at the Airbnb. But is she's, it
0: just your family, or who is it?
1: So it's my family, and then my uncle and his daughters. Oh, fun. Um, that we're really close with. So. It will be so fun. I'm honestly so excited, and it's going to be, like, chilly, and it'll just (gasps) be fun. I want to come. (laughs) You're invited, girl. Cool. Do you have any special plans for Thanksgiving?
0: No. None. Cool. (laughs) Moving on. Just with the fam, you know. Usually, we actually have, like, a vegan Thanksgiving at my house. I was going to ask, like, what do you eat on Thanksgiving? Um, Not everyone in my family is vegan, but my mom is pretty good about making mostly plant-based food, and then she'll leave, like, options for everyone else. But a good portion of my family, even um, my sister-in-law, like, are plant-based. So she makes – we have, like, vegan butter with vegan biscuits and gravy. We got some salads, some pasta salads. We got some mashed potatoes, sweet potato, mash. I don't know if that's what you call it. Yeah. it's really good, Wait, actually. I'm getting
1: hungry. I'm so excited for Thanksgiving. I'm,
0: I'm getting hungry, too. <sighs> so today, we're talking about blocking out the noise, blocking out the haters, and blocking out other things that we'll get into as well. And we're talking about mentors. And it's going to be a really good episode. This is something we've been talking about a lot, just ourselves and with other people. And we wanted to go into depth about all of this stuff. But first, we want to dive a little bit into gratitude because it is Thanksgiving,
1: but we knew if we did a whole episode on like being grateful, we know you guys won't listen. Yeah. It's not interesting enough.
0: It's not clickbaity enough, you guys.
1: <laughs> um, but we, Chelsea and I, have both been trying to write down some things that we're grateful for in the morning. Okay. I just started this. I'm not a professional. But we kind of wanted to just tell you guys about our experience um, doing that. Chelsea's do- been doing it for longer than I have. And I feel like you've been more consistent in the past. So maybe touch on that first, and we'll just kind of talk about the importance of it.
0: Okay. Well, you said you listened to a Rachel Hollis episode. Yes. Was that an old episode? Because I think I listened to that at the beginning—or sorry, at the end of last year. And that's why I started doing it.
1: I think it was an old one.
0: Yeah, because I remember her talking about how she writes in it, and that's why I started writing it. And when you said that, I was like, oh, I do that as well, because she has a certain way that she writes— Her gratitude, and she also writes parts of her morning pages. She goes into depth about this, but um, she talks about her in in a way where— I don't even know, like, the present tense, but in a way that she would like to be. So she says, like, I'm so grateful—well, this is at least what I do. Like, I'm so grateful for my patience that I have today for other people. I'm so grateful that I have an understanding of other people today. Even if I'm, like—if I'm struggling, it's, like, affirmations almost that I write them down. So it's, like, I'm so grateful for— And I just write down whatever comes to my head as soon as I wake up because my mind is fresh and it can be as stupid as like, I'm so grateful for the song that came out yesterday. Or like, I'm so grateful for literally French fries or something, no matter how dumb it is. Sometimes I get into depth and I'm like, I'm so grateful for my loving husband, that blah, blah, blah. But honestly, as long as you're trying to change your mindset, it doesn't matter what it's about. You will start to notice all of the things.
1: Yeah, and something she touched on is I mean, that exact concept and that it's the whole purpose of having a gratitude journal or writing down the things that you're grateful for in the morning or praying or anything like that is like, when you talk about the good, you start to notice the good more. And when you talk about the bad and you focus on the bad, that's what you start noticing in your day. And something she um, said as well that kind of stuck with me is she said, a lot of people don't, she said, there's no right or wrong way to have a gratitude journal. It's obviously whatever you want it to be, but she said she finds that it works a little bit better if you are writing down really specific things versus like – because I've i done it in the past where I'm like, I'm grateful for life, mm-hmm. I'm grateful for Lady. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're all – you know, yeah. you're always going to be grateful for like those things. Yeah, I'm baselines. grateful for my family, friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the small moments where like I'm so grateful for, you know, when she was giving an example of like when my daughter came in last night and said this funny thing that made me laugh. Like yeah. – I love her spirit and her sense of whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's oh, a little that's bit sweet. more deep than just saying like, I'm grateful for my daughter because yeah. it doesn't take much thought. Mm-hmm. And that's why with prayers and anything, it can get really monotonous because you just yeah. like – you know what I mean? No, for sure. So I think writing down specifics of things that you're grateful for is a really good
0: mm-hmm.
1: good idea. Yeah, I like
0: that. I am – Absolutely elated to tell you guys about a little thing called Zola. So, Zola is the ultimate wedding company, in case you haven't heard of it. It's the one stop shop for all you newly engaged folks because you know it's cuffing season after all. And I'm going to tell you a little story, okay? So, listen up. About four years ago, I was engaged and starting to plan a wedding, but I didn't know what to do about my registry because I didn't just want Target or Amazon decor. I wanted a bath mat from Urban, I wanted plates from somewhere else, or I just wanted money. Honestly, I wanted cash because poor, but everyone said I needed a registry. So I found Zola. I was so excited about it and it worked really well for me because I could link so many options and I even started a honeymoon fund for people to contribute to if they didn't want to buy me a physical gift. Plus it was really fun to set up for me. I love that stuff and me and Nick had a blast setting it up. And since then, let me tell you, they've only stepped up their game. If you create a wedding website with Zola, you are ahead of the wedding planning game. Now you can create your invites on there, have all the wedding info, local recommendations for out-of-town guests, and even an FAQ section for guests to go to when they, you know, have a question about the dress code instead of calling and asking you the day before, or even worse, calling and asking you the morning of your wedding, which... I've heard happen. Everything is conveniently managed in one place on Zola. So you can build your free wedding website on Zola and get $50 towards your registry. Go to zola.com slash what we said and get started today. That is Z-O-L-A.com slash what we said and get started today. Or you can give someone the gift of a recommendation because you know the holidays are coming up. Tell your newly engaged friends about Zola and our special offer. That's Zola.com slash what we said. I think something that has, well, as we were talking about this yesterday, even when I thought about gratitude and like doing it in the morning, this is something Nick has told me from the day we got married. He told me whenever I feel sad, I think of five things that I'm grateful for. And it literally will completely change my mood. And he's like, I know it sounds dumb, but just do it. So this last year for New Year's, I don't even know if I said it on our New Year's one, but it was something that I really wanted to do in the morning. Like I wanted to journal in the morning and write down what I'm grateful for, write down what I need to get done in the day and write down like little moments that I liked. So just to kind of keep a diary, but I didn't want to be like, this is what I had for breakfast. This is what I did here. Like I wanted it to be meaningful and like, you know, cause emotion in me instead of just like recording something. Mm -hmm. And I've not been perfect. Definitely not. Uh, Basically, most of the summer, I was bad at my morning routine. And then recently, this last month has been the most insane month. Well, October has been the most insane month of my entire <laughs> existence, basically, because we moved from Nashville to Arizona because I had my sister's wedding and I was going out of town. We went, on, we went to Paris. And so I came home two days later. We moved home from Nashville, sorry, which was a long drive like 3 days. Then 2 days later we went to I went to LA and we recorded some podcasts and then 2 days later we went to Paris, stayed there for 8 days, came back 2 days later I had my sister's bridal shower that I was throwing. So I had to throw that and then the next week we were prepping for her wedding and Saturday was her wedding. And then this has been a nightmare. We have been trying to move to LA. And I'm saying this because I've been like trying not to say it because I'm like oh, I don't want people to be asking me and I don't want, like, people— if I don't do it, then people will know. And they'll be disappointed or something. Yeah, and then we literally were talking about this episode and it's about blocking out other people. And I'm like, I don't really care. Like, if people know and then we don't do it or or we know and then we do it, but we live somewhere, I don't know. I'm just like, it doesn't actually matter. Like, this is the truth. And it's been crazy. Like, we've been here in L.A. right now looking for places. And I felt like we've exhausted all options. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just been hard because— We have been looking for a place that's the right price. We've been, is this the right time for us to move for me and my husband? And I know it's right. And like my heart, it's like fiery. Like I'm like, let's just do it. But but then at the same time, I let my emotions like come over and I'm like, I want it so bad that I'm almost blinded by something. So it's like, I put, I take the logic out of it, which I shouldn't do. But throughout this entire month, the thing that has grounded me the most is I've been, I'm obviously not been perfect every morning. But I don't have my morning routine because I wake up in a new bed every single day. But writing down what I'm grateful for in my little notebook has been game-changing. Like the days when I have, I'll even write in my journal one day, like, today has been the worst day ever. Like we got this news and this happened and like this pushed us back. And then I'll start writing down. Like I'll write, (laughs) when you're crying and I'm not. But no, it's just, and then I'll start writing down like, now I'm crying amazing. Like I'm so grateful for the podcast and like <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and like my family, like I'm so lucky to have all of these things that the the things I get so upset about are so dumb. And I like I think they're the end of the world. Me being a four, I'm very dramatic. Four on and, the
1: Enneagram. Yeah, four on the you. Enneagram.
0: I'm so dramatic and like everything is the end of the world. And I put so much into everything. So when something falls through, I'm just like, oh. Why me? Oh, my gosh. Like, I've been trying so hard. And then I start to look at, like, all the ways that I've seen, like, the Lord bless me in other ways that I'm, like, I'm very ungrateful. And it really makes you understand the important things in life. And you've heard it before. Like, it's, pri- it's all about priorities. But it really is when you have, like, a gratitude mindset. Just cry. for <laughs> ten minutes straight. <laughs> when you have a gratitude mindset, it really— shifts your life and you start, like we were saying earlier, you start to see all of the good and it's so easy to ignore all of the good when you start to see the bad. Like I've definitely been in that where I'm like, everything sucks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Why is my life like this? Like I'll send JC memes of like, <laughs> why is this happening? Like just funny things. And then I think about it and I'm like, if somebody else were to like see me and hear my whole thing, like hear my whole situation, they would probably think, like, you're being ungrateful. Like, you have this opportunity, and it's an amazing opportunity. Don't complain about the little things about it. Mm -hmm. So, anyways.
1: Well, and yesterday, Chelsea and I were having a conversation, and actually, this might have been a little bit ago, but Leif was like, why has 2019 sucked for everyone? Because we were kind of talking about some stuff that we had gone through, and uh, just like Leif and I, and Um, just like financial stress. And Chelsea was talking about stuff and um, Leif said that. And then, and we were just kind of all joking. And then like, it kind of really did make me start to think, I'm like, yeah, actually a lot of crap has happened this year. But then I started thinking about like, and not that this is everything, but like the podcast hit a million downloads, which is like, and we're, I think probably almost to 2 million now. And it's just like, Not, again, that's, like, (laughs) the important things in life, like that.
0: Like the amount of listens
1: we've gotten. No, but just things like that that I'm, like, that is such an accomplishment that, like, it's so easy for me as a three on the Enneagram to, like, beat myself up about things. And I'm, like, that is such an amazing accomplishment. And And something
0: we didn't think was going to happen at the beginning of the year.
1: And, like, the fact that I have the audacity to be, like, this year sucks. Like, when so, and then not only that, but obviously the deeper things, it's, like, I don't know. We I've yeah. had so many amazing opportunities and like I've made so many good friends this year, which has been amazing. Like we've built a co- I feel like we're finally starting to feel that like sense of community in LA, which is like what I've been hoping for for so long. So it's like when you really just start to think about the good, the good gets better and that was something that Rachel Hollis also said in that same episode is like you get what you're searching for in this life and I really do believe that. Like I mean, sure. Like hard things happen to all of us and bad things happen and life is not perfect. But at the end of the day, like you get to choose what you focus on. Mm-hmm. And I think it's super, super important to focus on the good. So what? I'm not I'm gonna cry, to cry again. again. No, I'm really not. No,
0: I'm about to. Oh.
1: <laughs> I'm like, my eyes are dry. <laughs> um, well, should we get into
0: blocking <laughs> out point. the
1: haters? Yeah. This is something, okay, like Chelsea had said, Chelsea and I have been talking about this amongst ourselves for a while. And this is something that I think we're both really starting to practice, Mm -hmm. which makes me very, very happy and hopeful for the future and super excited because I've said this a million times. I have always been a very sensitive person. I've always, I don't know. I think all of us want people to like us. It's pretty normal. Um, But I've just always thought of myself as such a people pleaser. And I just feel that changing every day. And- you know, in the way that, not that I don't care at all what people think, but I'm just starting to only care about people's opinions who I really trust. And Mm -hmm. that's something that we wanted to touch on. And like, I think a lot of people struggle with this because I have friends where they're like, oh, I want to do this, but I don't know. I'm just scared of this and that. And even like you were saying, I don't want to tell anyone that I'm moving. I might be moving to LA soon because then it's like, when, when like, oh, did it work? And you're just like, you don't want to feel that embarrassment if it doesn't work Mm -hmm. or something like that. And I don't know. I think both of us, I'm proud of both of us because I think we're starting to move past that and not really care. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it does not really matter at all.
0: And you know what's good about our Enneagram types together? Um, So JC's a three. Like she said, I'm a four. We've talked about this a million times. But I think as I was thinking about this last night, we both— are really good at blocking out the noise in certain areas that are almost not opposite of each other, but complement each other. So, like, I can help you with, like, blocking out certain people, and you can help me with, like, blocking out certain— not even people, but situations where I feel like I get more emotional and, like, blocking out the noise of— Like what, You're kind of just, like, go forwards. I'm trying to think of how to, to articulate it, but you're more like, it doesn't matter. Like, keep going. Go forward. Like, go after it. And, and I, like, listen to self-doubt of myself— And I feel like I can help you be like, oh, it doesn't matter what other people are like accomplishing, like just do your thing. Right. Does that make sense?
1: That's very true. Very true. We're soulmates Mm -hmm. if you guys didn't know.
0: All right. Listen up, ladies.
1: If you guys have a man in your life, whether that is your husband, your boyfriend, your cousin, your uncle, your dad, your brother, anyone, and you're struggling to find a holiday gift for them, we have got you guys covered. Well, actually, Dollar Shave Club has got you guys covered. If you guys don't know what Dollar Shave Club is, they are a brand who deliver amazing razors and grooming products to millions of men and women around the country. So we're focusing on men because I feel like this is a really great gift for guys because every guy has to shave. But also, I don't know about you guys, I'm always stealing Leif's razors because I feel like guys' razors are better and like sharper than girls' razors. So you girls can also you know, treat yourself or maybe just order it for your husband and then you can benefit as well. So they have a ton of different gift options. They have their ultimate shaved gift set, which uh, Leif just received and he loves it. It comes with a six blade razor, four replacement cartridges, exfoliating prep scrub, shave butter, and post shave dew to prevent irritation and to hydrate their skin. This is like really fancy you guys. And at a really good price, I feel like I know Leif is not doing all those steps on his own. So this is like really nice for him to have. And I know Chelsea's husband just tried it out as well and he really likes it. So they also have this thing, this new nifty thing called a robe It is a robe, a poncho, and a blanket all in one. I don't even know how they made that, but it's very cool. So I think either of those would be awesome gifts for a guy in your life or for a woman. Um, If you are stressing about gift giving this season, then you should definitely check it out. You guys can go to Dollar Shave Club's website and you can check out Dollar Shave Club's holiday gift selection right now at dollarshaveclub.com slash what we said. And make sure to order before December 18th uh, to arrive by the 24th with free shipping. So remember that date, you guys. And these gift sets are limited and will sell out. That is dollarshaveclub.com slash what we said dollarshaveclub.com
0: slash what we said. That will be linked in the description. So we're going to talk—well, we're talking about right now what even blocking out the noise means to us. And I think something that has helped me tremendously in this area is not only blocking out the haters, but the way to do that is to also not take the praise so seriously. And it sounds— (laughs) I don't know how how this is going to sound coming out, but it's like, when you get, at least this is how I've been, when I get compliments or when I get people praising me and they like say I'm doing such a good job or that I'm helping so many people or something like that, I take it to heart. And I'm like, you're right. Oh my gosh. And I just, it means so much. And then when someone says something negative, I take what they say just as seriously as I take the people that say something good. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. It hurts me so much. It's like a stab in the back. And when you start to take everything more, is it relatively? Is that the word for that? Mm, Objectively? Yeah, maybe. And all of it as you're grateful for people that say compliments or praise you because that's going out of their way and you're grateful for them, but you're not taking what they say As as the truth. Yeah, exactly. So then when the haters are saying something, you're like, You know what? It's based off of what you think of me. That's not actually who I am. So that's fine. I don't really care. And a book that has changed my life for this is The Four Agreements, because one of the agreements is not taking things personally. And when I first read that book a couple years ago, I was mind blown. (laughs) It mind mind blows me. Because I had my whole life cared so much about what others thought of me. Like I cared about aesthetic. I cared about How people? I would think, what are people going to say about me behind my back? And I would like try to mold myself into something that I knew people would like. And when I read that, and that people only are doing something because of themselves, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. No matter if they're saying, you know, something that seems really personal, it's still not personal to you. Because it's all about them and how they grew up, what they believe, how they see you. And it has nothing to do with you. And something that the Enneagram has helped me with and I think should help other people with and noticing is it's really cool because I will think somebody is a certain Enneagram type. I'm like, oh, you're definitely a seven. Like, you're definitely an eight. Then they tell me and they're like, no, I'm a two or I'm a four. And I'm like, oh, that's the version of you I see. And I thought that was the reality, but you are Your not own person. who I think you are. Yeah. Even if you think you know them so well. So if I were to say something even praise them, it might not be who they are. If I say something negative, it might not be who they are. So
1: Exactly. And only you know what only you know who you are. Yeah, it's your and own reality. There is a book called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. I just got it and I haven't actually read most of it. Mm-hmm. I skipped to this section specifically so that I could kind of reference it in this episode because it's about criticism. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think we should do a full episode on criticism specifically, maybe with a guest, someone who is good at taking criticism. Maybe Dale. Yeah. Maybe Dale himself. Oh, no. he's Yeah, this was written in a very long time ago. Um, But he says, let's be clear about this. I am not advocating ignoring all criticism. Far from it. I am talking about ignoring only unjust criticism. And he said that he once asked Eleanor Roosevelt how she handled unjust criticism. Excuse me? Yeah, this was written a long time ago. Um, And she said, uh, never be bothered by what people say as long as you know in your heart you are right. And later on it says, do what you feel in your heart to be right for you'll be criticized anyway. You will be damned if you do and damned if you don't.
0: It's so true.
1: And that's what life is. is, And we wanted to kind of talk about following your gut and just doing your own thing because you know – Who you are and what feels right to you. And no one else can determine that but you. So listening to outside sources, it's great to get advice, like, you know, and it's great to have mentors. And that's something we're gonna touch on and tell you who, you know, our our mentors specifically are. But we were talking about this last night, and it's like at, at the end of the day, you know yourself the best and you know what's right for you. And all of these people who are our mentors, they might have mentors. I'm sure they have people that inspire them, but they became a mentor because they did their own thing. And so if you want to inspire people and you want to be your own person, you have to do what works for you without caring so much about outside opinions. Yeah. And what other people are going to think of you regardless. Something else I was going to say is also in this book, the brief sections that I've read, he was saying that people, which we know this to be true, people care so little about you. Like, and it, that's not supposed to be mean, but it's – they're not paying attention to your every move and analyzing every single thing you're doing. You're you're only doing that to yourself. Mm-hmm. And he was saying people care more about them having a headache that day than they do about like your – maybe your greatest trial. Yeah. Because it's like – it's just – that's human nature. It's like mm-hmm. we're focused on ourselves. We're trying. You know what I mean? 100%. And And people just don't care. And that's like when – I guess I'm kind of outing life right now, but he would like He's gotten – he's kind of different now, I feel like. He doesn't – He's not really like this anymore. But he would be like – he didn't wouldn't want to go out in public wearing a certain thing. Like, if he's wearing sweats or something, he'd be like, eh, I just feel like I don't want to go out in public. And I'm yeah. like, no one cares. Yeah. Like, don't flatter yourself kind of thing. <laughs> it's like you think everyone's looking at you. Like, mm-hmm. that's – and I don't mean that in a mean way. I've literally said that to his face. And he yeah. doesn't really act like that anymore at all. But it's like – it's almost selfish to be like – it's almost self-absorbed Everyone's to think, thinking about. Yeah, me. to think that you're so important that everyone in the room is looking at you and thinking about you because it's so far from the truth, mm-hmm.
0: and no one cares. One hundred percent. And that
1: to me is freeing because I'm like, yeah. oh, people don't really care.
0: No, nobody so. cares. It's like when you go to. I have to tell my clients this a lot when because it's scary to go to a workout class or something like that, or even to the gym because you think everyone's looking at you and thinking, oh my gosh, look at this person. They're either overweight or they don't know what they're doing or like, what a loser. And literally no one is thinking that. Everyone is looking at themselves pumping iron in the mirror. No one is thinking about that. And if they are, Goodbye. they're a, a bad person. And they shouldn't be thinking that in the first place. And you shouldn't care what they think because they're obviously having their own issues. So just do you. Definitely. And that's even when I've I've been like that
1: too, where I've used that as an excuse so much in the past, going to the gym. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't yeah. want to go. And then I have said this before on a podcast. I mean, I'm kind of getting on a different tangent, but it's like- when you're there, you can just ask people. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll literally just ask the person next to me, like, hey, would you mind helping me with this machine? And they're always like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's just not a big deal. No, it's not. we make things such a big deal in our head, and it's just, it's not the end of the world.
0: Even if they think you're weird or they think you're annoying. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Truthfully, this is what we're trying to get to the bottom of. Who actually cares? Not them. They don't care that much. Maybe they think you're annoying for five seconds, but…
1: Who cares? Yeah, they're more concerned about them.
0: We're going to take a quick break, and I have a question. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to fall asleep on a cloud? But then you remember, actually, clouds are made up of air particles, ice particles, and little water droplets, so that probably wouldn't be comfortable. But you know what would be the best to sleep on? 100% pure organic cotton. I agree. So look no further, friends, because today I am honored to tell you about our sponsor, Bowl and Branch. Makers of the most comfortable sheets in the world. When my Bowl and Branch arrived on my door, I thought Angels had left me a little, a little early Christmas present because these sheets are very soft, you guys. Bowl and branch is not only soft, And gets softer and softer over time. All of their products are made without harmful chemicals, pesticides, or GMOs. They're made with sustainable raw materials. They are made in factories that prioritize workers' empowerment and sustainable incomes. And 100% of their packaging is made from recycled paper and can be recycled and or repurposed. That's a Christmas miracle. So for a limited time, you can get their luxury flannel bedding that keeps you cool sleepers warm. And because they breathe, it keeps you warm sleepers cool. Plus, they come in 16 stunning patterns and colors, so you are guaranteed to find a style that you love. Shipping is always free. You can try them out for 30 nights risk-free, and that's a long time. That's longer than some of your guys' relationships. And right now you get $50 off your first set of sheets at bullandbranch.com with promo code SAID, S-A-I-D, SAID. Get $50 off at bullandbranch.com promo code SAID, spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com code SAID. So let's get into our mentors and who our mentors are.
1: Well, what do you think, Chelsea, is important to look for
0: in a mentor? I think that—that's not it's so scripted. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> oh, thank you for asking such a good question, JC. I think that looking for somebody who, in a specific area—it doesn't have to be—because I have multiple mentors, and me and JC were talking about this—is that you can have mentors in different areas of your life. So say I—like, for example, I have a mentor in health, someone I would look for for um, health advice not necessarily for like spiritual advice or something like that. So you look for somebody who you would want to be in that position in that area. Definitely. And And who who, like you want to be when you grow up kind of thing.
1: Right. That's what I had written down is that they should have something you want in Mm -hmm. some aspect of life. Like you should trust them in some aspect of life
0: and they should be credible. Mm -hmm. One of my mentors is actually Gary Vee and he talks about this specific topic a lot, blocking out haters and doing – what you want, regardless of what other people think. And he always says, when you're looking for a mentor and when you're looking for people who you look up to, stop putting success monetarily on a pedestal and start looking for people who are happy. So even people who are like making a lot of money and you're like, I want to be like them, but they're miserable. Don't put them on a pedestal. Like if someone's super happy and they're making good money and they have a thriving business, like put them on a pedestal. So even if it's for health, they're super healthy, but they're not happy. Don't be looking at them for, oh my gosh, like I really want to be like them. Stop putting success on a pedestal over happiness.
1: Definitely. That's a really good, that's really good advice. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to touch on before we get into all of our specific mentors, like why it's important to not only block out the noise of haters, but block or I don't know, I don't know if I love the word haters. Yeah. But you know Just what I block mean? Block out the noise. Blocking out the noise, but also blocking out everyone else that's like living their life and maybe are doing the same things you're doing. That's mm-hmm. something that I actually struggle Comparison. with. Comparison. Comparison. That's something that I struggle with even sometimes more than like someone leaving a hate comment is like people who are minding their own business, honestly, and doing really well, sometimes mm-hmm. get to me more, Yeah. which is, I know that's my own personal issue, but I think a lot of people can relate. But there are so many different – like, let's just take social media, for example. There are so many different people on social media. And I think where people start to get confused is they're looking for answers or they're looking for, you know, guidance and they're looking for these mentors, but they're listening to everyone. They're Mm -hmm. listening to a 100 different people that are mentors. Yeah. And then your life starts to get even more confusing because – think about, let's just take one specific example, like health. There are so many different paths and different takes on health. So you can't be listening to everyone. You can't no. be listening to someone who's vegan and someone
0: who's, you know, keto. keto
1: and someone who's paleo and someone who's this. And you can't be taking all of their advice as truth and trying to apply it to your life because mm-hmm. it all contradicts each other. Yeah, And that's like that quote, have you seen the thing? It's like, something about, it, it's basically the concept that everyone contradicts themselves. Like, oh, um, dairy isn't healthy, but you need dairy for this. Mm-hmm. And this is bad for your skin, but you need it. It's just like, there are so many different opinions yeah. and you have to find those people who like align with you specifically mm-hmm. to live a, a healthy, happy life. Yeah. Otherwise you will be so confused. And I know that because I've done that before where yeah. I'm you know, reading all these different self-help books at once and following all these different people on social media and actually trying to apply everything that all of them are saying. And it's all contradicting.
0: Yeah. Then it gets all muddled in your mind. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. So who are your favorite people to follow? Who are your mentors, JC?
1: And this was hard because when we were prepping for this episode, I realized that the whole thing that we're preaching about is like have specific people. And then I started thinking like, oh, there kind of are like a lot of people that I do trust. But you know, the basics. Like I feel like my parents are my mentors for certain aspects of life, but I kind of wanted to go into people that like, you know, other people listening to this can follow or like look to. So Skinny Confidential, we've mentioned her many times. Well, Lauren Everts um, and Michael, they have a podcast together. They are both people who I think, first of all, block out the noise in their life and have really actually inspired me to also block out the noise. Mm-hmm. So it's funny; it's kind of all coming full circle. But um, I really admire Lauren's ability to live life on her own terms. Like she is someone who doesn't care what other people think, but in the best way possible. And it's not like the person who's like, "I don't really care what people think about me," but they totally do. Yeah, they
0: say it over and over again yeah. to, so that people know that they're yeah resilient or whatever
1: but she actually is. Yeah, I think she lives a, a life that you can tell she's just being herself and she doesn't really care if mm-hmm. you like her or not. She always says like, I know I'm not for everyone and I'm not trying to be for everyone. If you like me and you like following me, awesome. If you don't, that's fine too. Like I don't, it's, that's yeah. how it is. That's how life is. And She seems really free. Yeah. And it's so freeing to think I don't know, to think like that. Mm -hmm. So she is someone who who I really admire and she's actually, again, inspired me to kind of like pick a few people who I look up to and trust and then kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. not that you never listen to a thing anyone else says, but- it's just you can't have too many mentors or else you get really confused. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, for health, and I'm not just saying this, Chelsea, you really are one of my people that I look up to. Oh. I don't know I'm getting teary again, <laughs> but um, I feel like you have, like, a very unique approach to health that a lot of – and maybe it's because, like, you're my best friend, so we talk about it all the time, but a lot of people are very focused on, like, you know, weight loss and, like, whatever, and I feel like you – I don't know why I'm literally crying this whole episode. Um, I feel like it's, like, so much deeper, and you've had personal experience to, like, you know, give really good advice. So, first of all, y'all need to be trusting Chelsea (laughs) with health advice. And Kenzie Burke is another person who I like her approach as well. And we've had her on the podcast, and she's awesome. Um, I admire her because she, like, sticks to her guns with what she believes in, and she's very, like, fiery about it. And I really just like respect people like that. So um, I love like you both for health and you're both plant-based, which is funny because I'm not technically 100% plant-based, but I do try and eat a lot of plant-based food. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, I don't know if it's the school you guys went to, but I feel like you guys have similar approaches, but you're you're also very different. So I really like like following along with both of your health stuff. And then my last one, because I wanted to share three, is Ed Milet. And I found him through the Skinny Confidential, actually. And he is just like – I was telling Chelsea, when I want to get, like, pumped up and, like, believe in myself, <laughs> I feel like I just, like, got to turn on some Ed. He <laughs> is – Crank the Ed. Crank the Ed up. Um, he has a podcast. And he is just really – really gets me, like, in the mood to succeed. And I think something about him that I like is you can tell, like, he is – monetarily successful but he also is happy mm-hmm. that's the vibe I get from yeah her. and which I really like and same with skinny Confident, all these people that I'm talking about that's why when you said that I was like wow that's really good advice and I feel like I'm happy to say that everyone that I look up to that's the case yeah with them. some of them are successful like they do have money but they're also just good people and they're really giving and like yeah cool.
0: those are mine oh that was sweet you're welcome. Um, okay. So my mentors I had, I already mentioned Gary Vee, but I think he's an awesome one for business. And I actually think I have a lot of people in my life that influence me in this way because it's, it's an area I'm not, I'm way too emotional about, and I'm not as logistical about. And you, I would say even, um, Gary V and like Nick, and I'm, so, I'm surrounded by so many people who are like, just go for it. And I'm so grateful that I have those people, like, including you, because it's it's something I need personally. Because yeah. I I just put way too much emotion. I self-doubt. I'm, like, indecisive. And if I didn't have those people, I feel like I would just be wandering around, like, with all of these things that I don't know how to execute. Um, so Gary V's podcast is an amazing one. He also literally posts on every kind of social media platform possible. But he talks a lot about blocking out the noise. He talks about social media and just doing you. I also like Skinny Confidential, obviously. I, I'm just going to say ditto to that. And then for health, Dr. Michael Greger is the guy who influenced me and my dad and everyone in my family who's been plant-based to be plant-based. He wrote the book, How Not to Die. He has nutritionfacts.org. And he's someone I look up to so much because first of all, he's so knowledgeable and he has dedicated his whole life to you know researching the benefits of plant-based diet and like he does everything for charity. And it's rarely for his own benefit, which I love because, again, I've said this before, but, like, you got to follow the money sometimes. And, and it makes me feel like he truly just cares about this because he does it for the, the cause and not for, you know, fame or for a ton of money, whatever. So I really look up to him. I love—actually, he actually, I think he just started a podcast, too. All these people, I feel like, have podcasts. I'm like, "Mm,
1: all successful people have podcasts. Interesting. (laughs) Mm, What an interesting pattern.
0: (laughs) And then I was going to say my dad is a good one for – I go to him for, like, life advice in general. Whatever it is, like, he has a very good spiritual um, outlook on life. So everything – no matter what it is, I can kind of go to him for advice.
1: I see those eyes getting teary. I, You guys.
0: <laughs> What's in the water today?
1: What is going the on? The waterworks are
0: on. And I think for both of us, our moms are going to be really good mentors for us <laughs> when we are moms. Yes. Because I think about it and like people always tell me I'm turning into my mom. And oh, like, I am
1: 100%, but I'm not mad yeah, about it.
0: no. And I know I'm going to just want to be so much like my mom when I'm a mom. Definitely. Because I just want to— like, sometimes I'm scared because she's so selfless. And I feel like this is—our moms are pretty similar in this way. Where you're just like, am I going to be that selfless when I'm a mom? Like, you've literally dedicated your life to your kids. And, like, you give everything. And you're so forgiving. And, like, so— <laughs> <laughs> You're out of tears. You my even- eyelash is salty. <laughs> salty eyelashes. Anyways, so— No, I—oh, that's literally my biggest fear. Yeah. I'm always like, I'm so sorry. Like,
1: I'll, I'll tell life. I'm like— Because you know me and cooking, Mm -hmm. like, we don't get along. I do not cook. I do not. I just don't enjoy it at all. And um, I tell Leif, I'm like, do you realize my mom got up every morning and made us all breakfast, packed our lunches, and then we came home and had homemade dinner every night. I mean, granted, (laughs) it's like she didn't have a full-time job at that time, which I know is how she was able to do that. But it's like still – yeah. Like I'm sorry, am I going to be able to like be that kind yeah. of a mom,
0: you know? And not yeah. that that
1: defines like that means you're a good mom, but it's like she just so selfless, and, yeah, like dedicated. Exactly everything. the
0: little things that you're like your time is so precious. Like to me, I'm like I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, and I know I'm going to be calling my mom every day. <laughs> yeah. How did you do this with the six of us?
1: Yeah, Holy I'm gonna die cow. with one. You know. Well, once we're, we'll listen back to this when our moms be like, oh, because it's like oh. what I've heard is you just love them so much that you don't. It's not,
0: yeah, exactly, a waste
1: to you, obviously, but
0: hard to, yeah, hard to imagine when you don't have one. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this up, and I know you, none of you guys have taken notes yet because I know I know you guys well, <laughs> and maybe you're driving, so that's fine. But we're gonna give you some bullet points so that you can take out your notebook or your notes on your phone and write these down so you can remember and you can apply it to your life. Okay? So first things first, don't take praise as truth, or you will also take criticism as truth. You can be grateful for praise, but don't take it as truth.
1: And going off of that, only listen to—there's a quote that I really like that says, don't take criticism from someone who isn't where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really, really good indicator of like who— you do and don't want to take criticism from. Yeah, it's basically like if you get a random troll come on YouTube,
0: what? That why says on you earth? you should shave your head. Don't do it. So
1: random. Why on earth would you take what they say to heart? Because you don't want to be where they are, mm-hmm. trolling on other people's Instagrams. Exactly. I truly only take people's criticism to heart if they know me very well. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, eh, you don't know me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, two is. Stop following so many freaking people on social media or Instagram and trying to get guidance from them Mm because you'll get very overwhelmed. Go through, cleanse your following, mute people. The mute button is amazing. And And again, I've said this a million times. It's not mean to mute people. Mm -mm. Mute people who don't make you feel good or who don't like seeing their stuff. It's your Instagram. It's your experience on there. And you should get to follow who you want to follow and people who lift you up and make you feel good. There are people who even are like trying to do good things, but I just don't want to see their
0: stuff. I know yeah. maybe
1: that sounds mean, but well, I'm Well, you like, don't align
0: with everything they're saying. And sometimes when people are trying to give guidance, but again, you can tell if they're happy or not.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's not even that. It's like maybe it's just not the guidance I'm like looking for. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, I just don't – it's like there's nothing – I have nothing against them. I just don't care to see it as much. Yeah. So that I,
0: leads us to our oh sorry. No, go ahead. No, That no. leads us to our third one, which is when you are looking for mentors to look up to and to listen to their guidance, look for people who are happy and not just successful. They can be happy and successful, but if they're just successful and they're not happy, why are you looking up to them? Because you you want to be happy, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> don't you, girl? Uh, last one, final
1: one is listen to your gut. You know yourself better than anyone. You can take people's advice. That's great. You can have different mentors that you look up to, but at the end of the day, you are the one who should be making your decisions for you and you know what feels right in your gut.
0: I think Mm -hmm. all of us do. And I think something to go off of that, I know we're trying to keep this short, but don't be afraid of losing or of failure. So I think a big thing when you're listening to yourself, you're scared that you're going to fail. But that's also all about blocking out other people. Because if you fail, the only reason it's so embarrassing is because other people see you fail and you disappoint yourself. But you have to change your mindset, be grateful for what you learned, and then move forward. And it doesn't matter if people are like, oh, that's so embarrassing. They tried to do this and they failed. Or look, she started a podcast. It's not great. Or look, her YouTube video only has 500 views. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
1: And it will stop you from doing literally everything in life. Exactly. And also, Chelsea and I were just talking last night about how when you look at the big picture, literally everything starts to make sense in your life. Like, all the trials you've gone through or hard things at the time, you're like – I mean, I, this is kind of a different subject, but it's like – or failure that you've had. Mm-hmm. You're like, at the in the moment, it's so – devastating devastating, and you're so heartbroken and you're embarrassed. And then when you look back, you realize why you had to go through that. Mm -hmm. I feel like that with every single thing I've gone through in my life. Like I look back and I'm like, that was so annoying at the time. And now I completely understand like why we needed that.
0: Yeah. 100%. Or why I
1: needed that. So I think like keep that in mind also um, when you're going through hard things or you feel like you're failing
0: at something. If you are, I'm right there with you guys. (laughs) We have literally been, it's been a crazy, exhausting week. And my husband always says, you want to be exhausted, but you want to be delightfully exhausted. So if you're feeling like you're exhausted, look at the good things, have gratitude, attitude, and you'll be delightfully exhausted. And that's how I think I need to start feeling. And this episode has made me feel better because let me tell you something, it's been hard, but we're getting through it.
1: Well, happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Happy
0: turkey day, but stop eating turkeys.
1: (laughs) It's bad (laughs) for the environment. Um, We're so grateful for you guys, and we say that all the time, but we really are, and like, obviously we could not continue to do this every week if no one was listening, so thank Mm -hmm. you guys so much for listening, for giving us ratings and reviews on the podcast app, and just like even screenshotting it and sharing it on your Insta story or telling your friends. The best thing ever is when... We get people that are like, my best friend told me about this podcast or like, I was listening with my sister and it's just the best thing ever. So Mm -hmm. thank you guys so, so much. We're grateful for you. Hope you have the best
0: holiday and we will see you next Tuesday. And be careful when you're Black Friday shopping, okay? Yeah. Don't go crazy. But But if you do go Black Friday shopping, check out our discount code on our highlights on our Instagram so you guys can get some good deals. Do it. Okay. Love ya. Love ya.
1: And that's what we said. <gasps> I just said I love <laughs> Amazing. Bye guys. <laughs>